0: Buff Nation, let's go! The gang is back together. Back together, man. Very special day here for the DMVR Buffs podcast. We got our guy, Uncle Neely, aka the pregame show, right here in the flesh.
1: Yes, yes, I'm here. Right. I'm here. Just here. i can feel y'all. I'm here. Your hands are warm. Hey, you know you don't you don't know where We're they're starting being. off already. You don't know where they've been.
2: <laughs> you know, I, I rode over from Boulder with Jake. He knows where they've been. Oh my God, we've go. been in the car like this.
3: yeah, yeah.
0: Can't even get the presenting sponsor in before we're already <laughs> going crazy. We're presented by oh, Illegal Pete's. That's where we should go for lunch. I, so I was telling him we were yeah. driving in. I was like, that's where you get the best legendary. burrito in said I said we're going to put that to test. Let's go. We're yes, put sir. To test. The go-to spot for burritos, buddies, and beers. Yes. Um, okay. Well, we got the man here in the flesh, man. What's up? I cannot complain, man. I love the digs. Like, this, yes, is, this is awesome.
2: I enjoy the show, enjoy working with you guys. You know, the chemistry, camaraderie, and then to be here. Yep. Like, I'm feeling it, man.
1: Let's go. You know? Showed you around a little bit. Got, yeah. got a taste of the bar when there's not a million people in there. Yeah, got a taste of the bar. You know, uh, got a taste of the elevator. Ah, yes. Nice historic elevator. Rumor is oldest elevator in Denver. Yep. I, I can believe that. Yes. I can believe it. The building was erected. Don't do it. In uh, <laughs> 1919. Why is he looking at me on like I 1919. So uh, that elevator has been around a long time.
2: Yeah, good stuff, man. Awesome environment for a live show. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: On oh. a Friday. For a holiday day. weekend.
2: In <laughs> a bar. Like, what could go wrong?
1: <laughs> Everything. Uh, yeah, do you want to really answer that question? <laughs> All right, I got a question for you, Neely. Mm-hmm. So the other day, I'm sitting on my couch, hanging out. Get an Instagram notification, pull it up, yeah. start reading it to Ali. I'm like, man, Neely, he's so nice. He said some really sweet things about us. Go back to it. Deleted. Gone. Yeah, let me tell he you. He was what, like, let, you know what? I don't yeah. want to say like oh, nice no, things me, about I gotta, our you okay. hap- I gotta tell you what happened.
2: I still have that cut and paste to post it. About. All, right, all right, So I'm no expert at it, right? So I had this montage of us and it only did like 50 seconds of it. Oh. And it was three minutes. So I went back and I culled it into like three 50 second things. Watch it drop
1: soon. All right, all right. Yeah. I was like, man. No, I mean, and he was like, you know much. what? I it was changed all through. my mind on our But it's when right. I
2: went to press play, it was like, man, they missed the best parts, like the balls part.
1: You know, they, <laughs> like I can't post it
2: like that. Oh you got to have goodness. that in there. Fair enough. Fair enough. It's coming.
0: Uh, today's moving day, though, for a lot it of is. people. It uh, is. Landon Beebe put out a post saying just thank you to everyone. He's excited to be here. Coach Prime had a fantastic tweet. Did you see this, Ryan?
1: No. Oh, I think so, actually. Yes, about dogs in the building. Oh, yeah.
0: He said, I heard some dogs in the building in Boulder, Colorado. Don't be alarmed. We're expecting them today. Let's go.
1: That is a banger. It's a good crowd, man. They, they are
2: arriving. You know, when you and I were pulling off, some folks are coming in. Yep. Right now, they're moving into the dorms and getting situated. Uh, so it's going to be a busy weekend.
1: I love that there's just something about it when everyone gets into town yeah. and the weather's nice and everyone's moving in and like, it feels like the beginning, the real beginning of like the next chapter. Exactly.
2: Because it's football again. Yep. You know, you hit, we, we hit this wave going into the spring game, right? And then you know, May comes and there's finals and graduation and people going back home for a little summer break. When they start coming back for that strength and conditioning program, you're like, I'm only nine weeks away. Nine weeks away from, you know, summer, from, from fall camp starting, and then that's another four weeks to the first game. So college football, you just love the countdown. Mm-hmm. You, know, you, you need something to watch and something to count down. So this nine-week portion here sets up for the four weeks of fall camp, and then we go to TCU, man. Yeah, 99 Crazy. days now. 99 days, man. Got 99 problems and TCU, ain't one. <laughs> oh, Let's, <laughs> let's go. go. Quote me.
1: <laughs> uh, speaking of strength and conditioning, that has been a very successful endeavor so far for Coach Mo since he got here. Yeah. And I'm so excited to see what he does with a, another block of time before these guys play football again.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, he is into the metrics, the measurements, and not just uh, just focusing on the, the drills and the discipline part of it, but putting that all together. And he's another guy on Coach Prime's staff that knows what it's supposed to look like. Yep. Uh, you heard of the school called Georgia? I have heard National of Championship? Yeah, 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 yeah. He was there. Uh, then came to Jackson State with Coach Prime and and got us uh, two championships back to back. And now he's a, he's here in Colorado with the staff he's assembled. And when you look at the data from the spring and and uh, man, it's just phenomenal to the changes that he's getting in these guys' bodies and their strength and their conditioning. And now he has a new crop coming in, yep. you know, with more to work with. They're already at a certain level, and now he's going to bring them up even higher. So we are coming. Who do you
1: think was most impressive in that first spring? Strength and conditioning, period.
2: I got to go with Rockman, Tyler Brown. Yep. Uh, you know, you had 16 offensive linemen there in the spring, and only two of them were charting above the national championship averages, above the pack averages. Uh, and he, by far, was the strongest one and blowing everybody out. And it wasn't like, you know, 560 pounds to 540 pounds. It was like 560 to 380. Like, he was he was killing it. Yep. Uh, and so I, I think he gets it. From the strength standpoint, and I'm going to go with uh, Jimmy Horn Jr. on the speed and agility. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> the guy won the broad jump; like he had the best broad jumps in spring camp.
1: Well, that's the crazy thing is like we're talking about a guy, a young college football player who's running a sub four four forty, mm-hmm. and a guy with a forty inch vertical, <laughs> and a guy who had the best broad jump. I mean, we are talking about a freak athlete yeah, he here, is, man. So I'm I'm going
2: with going with Rock, Tyler Brown, going Jimmy Horn Jr. You know, t- I if you make me pick one, I'm going Rock, you know, Yeah. But but I got to put Jimmy in there as well because of what he does with that frame. You know, you look at, "Oh, he's a small receiver." Okay. He's a big dog, though. Yep. Like he he brings it, man.
1: And I think Rock sets such an incredible example for like what was coming with Coach Prime. Yeah. Because you have, you know, a guy who was a good player at Jackson State and gets here and he told us when he was sitting where you're sitting essentially like yeah like i had to attack the weight room differently because Mm -hmm. i I don't want to leave any doubt about whether i can play in this conference exactly and man if he didn't show up transform his body almost immediately Mm -hmm. and then just grow and grow and grow and get stronger uh and i just i wonder what it was like for a lot of those players who aren't here now when they when like Tyler Brown showed up from Jackson State and just started mopping their asses yeah. in, in the weight room. They're yeah. just like, because again, man, it wasn't oh, close. Shit. No, yeah, it wasn't close.
3: Yeah.
2: yeah, he he was doing it, and, and he has taken that challenge, you know, personally. Uh, there's no pressure with it, uh, but he understands that there's going to be scrutiny on his play and his ability coming from a quote unquote smaller conference, smaller school. Can you run with the Power Five? And if he has shown anything this spring is that he indeed can and will. Uh, Because, again, man, it wasn't close. That dude is strong.
1: Yeah, I mean, Coach Prime talks a lot about dominating. He was certainly dominating in the weight room.
0: Yeah, Tyler Brown was dominating, but we noticed after the spring game in the post-game media, Travis and Shador, man, they just look so much bigger than before. I mean, Coach Mo, he's bringing the most out of these guys, even guys that he's worked with before. So what do you think is the Most. Yes. I like that. (laughs) Coach Mo. I like that. What do you think has been the, uh, I guess, the big difference between Jackson State and here to get those guys just up at this new level?
2: I think just a a different level of focus. You know, they are the same guys, same intensity, uh, same drive, uh, but locked in even more now. Uh, You know, so they're not doing anything they haven't done before. They just never rest. You know, Travis Hunter is not the kind of guy that's going to hit a goal and then say, okay, I'm good. You know, so what you're seeing is, is a a progress because of his personality his work ethic so it's not so much a a jackson state cu thing a swag or or pac-12 thing it it is travis hunter's thing so you know when he gets when you look at his college film you know these these next couple years and he goes to the nfl the nfl can expect he's going to be better because he keeps doing this same thing with Shador. they don't settle they don't say oh man i've made it you know that's good enough they keep on pushing and pushing. And I think that's the difference. You're going to continue to see their bodies change and develop. They're going to get stronger. They're going to get faster. They're going to get leaner. Uh, Travis is going to get also get heavier. You know, he's going to have to bulk up some because uh, you know eventually he's going to get tackled. Yeah. <laughs> we, you, know, you need him with some weight on him. So I think you're going to see in this next nine weeks uh, their bodies develop even more, specifically getting designed to play football.
1: Well, and I think the other thing that gets lost when you have the level of fame and hype. That guys like Travis and Shador have is when they come to college, they are kids. Yep, they are slowly becoming men. Yeah, and just naturally, as you grow older and your body matures, you your frame becomes you know willing you know able, able to put on more weight. Yeah, you know these guys are actually growing up in the literal sense. Uh, as they're, you know, progressing through here.
2: Man, I was watching a video yesterday. I was interviewing Shadur after a Jackson State game of course in, in Jackson, Mississippi, and just his facial structure from then to now. I was like, Man, mm-hmm. this guy's growing up right before my eyes. Yep. You know, it's only been like two years and he looks no longer looks like he's right out of high school. He looks like he's been in college, you know, plus some, like his body is really changing right before us. It's-
1: coach and- coach most. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's gonna like there's no cap on when that can stop. Oh, no. Not Travis Hunter talking about playing at 195 pounds would have seemed unfathomable yeah. when he set foot on campus at Jackson State. Now it's like, yeah, I mean, he just keeps getting <laughs> yep. more chiseled. You know, his shoulders keep getting more broad and not losing speed. And that's crazy That's amazing Yeah
2: <laughs> Not losing speed Same thing with I mean if you look at uh, uh, Jimmy Horn Jr.'s bod You know like yeah. the, the muscle that he's put on uh, In the spring And still running As fast as he can run And will tell you I got 16 speeds I'm only using 6 of them Like he's <laughs> He will tell you I, I ain't hit it Like I can hit it yet Like it's So it's It's phenomenal man What they've been doing
1: And and what's crazy about Jimmy Is he's He's built in a way Like you know You, you would say he's small If you just look at The, the numbers on the paper Yeah but like he's gonna run through some tackles. No oh, yeah. doubt about it. He's he is strong and he's compact. Yeah, that
2: guy's quads, man. And, and <laughs> like when he squats and what speed, he's gonna definitely break some tackles. That well, first of all, I don't know if he's gonna break a lot of tackles. Hell, because people aren't gonna touch him. He's gonna <laughs> run away from <laughs> <Because because>, you. <yeah. laughs> you gotta you gotta grab him to tackle him. So <laughs> if you do grab him, he's gonna break most of those. But he he he's a
1: phenomenal athlete, man. I remember a highlight from early in the spring when he just like took a slant and like just Curled it up in between the safeties, just gone.
0: Yeah, yep. just Deshaun like, Jackson.
2: Turn, yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's got like that Deshaun Jackson speed and uh, uh, Stephen Smith, not Stephen A. Smith, but Steve Smith. The, you know, Panthers. <laughs> Steve yes. Smith he's got was, that attitude.
1: Steve Smith was actually the first name that came to my mind when I saw him practice in person for the mm-hmm. first time. I was like, oh man, he has this like this strong build for being so small, and, and then a mentality that he doesn't know he's small. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, like yeah. Steve Steve
2: Smith didn't know he was small. Like, what are you talking about? Hey, little guy, come here. Like, yep. I got your little guy. And, yep. <laughs> and then, he, then he's fighting to, he's fighting to do 6'5 in the end zone, you know, and body yes. slamming him. Steve Smith was
1: – talk about a dog. Yeah, yeah absolute yeah. dog. And look
2: look for Jimmy Horn
0: Jr. to have a lot of Steve Smith in him this season. I'm, I'm telling Let's you. Let's go. Love that. Maybe that's something we should do. Comps, pro comps for the players <laughs> on the roster right now. Yeah, man. That'd be fun. Yeah. Um, we'll get crazy. What's going on in Boulder right now? We've got this camp coming up on Tuesday. Yeah. Um, what's kind of the build up to this thing, man? The, the response has
2: just been phenomenal. When you look at the online registration, uh, we're getting close to 400 now, you know, My that are committed to come to this juco slash walk on camp. Uh, and you just look at the math, how can you not get 20 guys out of that, mm-hmm. you know, and with 10 of those guys really being able to help you and contribute immediately, yep. just out of 400 people showing up? We kept know,
1: saying We keep saying one percent. Yeah. If 1% of these guys are ballers, you know, that's half of your remaining scholarships. Or if they're not quite scholarship players, you know, 2% of them are good players. Um, and, you know, you don't even, like the, the second and third percentile. Those are your great walk-ons.
2: Oh, yeah. And, and, and going to show that hunger and passion on special teams and really, yeah. yep. you know, do some banging out there. So I'm looking forward to those guys and the impact they're going to have and following their stories from this camp to making the team through the summer, through the fall. Uh, and then seeing that guy in that Rudy situation, you know, yeah. playing a game this fall that was a walk-on. Uh, and then, you know, Coach, Pro, Coach Prime is taking the camp show on the road and uh, going to Houston, going to be hosting the pre-review at HBCU, and then uh, 1st of June going to Atlanta to do a camp uh, at Morehouse, another HBCU. Awesome. Uh, so one of the things that's just phenomenal about that approach is uh, Coach doesn't fear, you know, competition like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, even when he was at Jackson State, right there in Jackson, hosted the camp, and invited all the coaches, including coaches in the SWAC, and said, "Man, shoot your shot. You know, everybody can't come here. Everybody can't play for me, and I don't want everybody to play for me. Right. But if you can talk a guy, you know, if you come to your school, and man, they here with me, do do what you can do. Right? That's, that's so dope.
1: That's confidence. It yeah. that really is. Yeah. Yeah. It's not as if we've ever we've ever questioned his confidence. <laughs> oh, yeah. Confidence
2: is his natural odor. Yes. yes, That's that's his cologne. But you just don't see that in college ball. You know, people have camps that they're hosting and it's just for them. But what he really says is like, no, man, this is about these young people. And the more opportunity they have to go to college, go to college for free and and change their lives via NFL, who am I to just say, no, you only got to perform for me and nobody else. So I'm inviting all other coaches, particularly coaches at the HBCU level, man, come in and and get some of these guys and, and upgrade your programs as well.
1: Yeah. The people who think that he only cares about himself will have a hard time digesting that. Yeah. And and I don't know what more this
2: guy has to do to prove that he cares about more than just himself.
1: Well, there's nothing because the people like us three will know (laughs) that he he cares about. I mean, the amount of people that he cares about and wants to do right by and all this stuff uh, will know that. And the people who are saying that he only cares about himself, they don't want to see any of that. So they got their blinders on and they're just going to hate
2: haters going to hate. Then you pop the wheelie and ride off, but it, it's <laughs> he understands the spotlight and the attention that he draws, right? Yeah, and so he understands that hey, RK, come sit next to me so some of this light will shine on you. You know that people think that or or, or the haters think that I'm doing this for me, but it's about the people around me. Yeah. You look at the uh, how the his assistant coaches. You know, are, have have risen. You know, following him here. You look how the program has grown. You look at the, the pregame show, DMVR. Look at all the mm-hmm. folks that he ancillary touches that benefit from his presence, and he ain't sitting here. <laughs> you know, and, and but yep. folks will take that. Yeah, oh, that's big, big time. Yet yeah. <laughs> that folks will take that attitude. And say, Oh, he's just doing it for him. He's just you know a showboating. Well, you know, you don't see these other coaches that who are coming to these other camps saying that they know. If this guy's the draw and he's getting three hundred kids to show up at Morehouse, let me go and see can I get three of them? Yep. Three that I never would have seen and had
1: the, the ability to get on my own. And I just love the atmosphere that they're gonna have at this camp. Three, four hundred kids, yeah. the competition level of like, hey, one percent of us might end up yeah. playing for Colorado and yeah. Coach mm-hmm. Prime here. Like, I can't imagine what kind of opportunity that's like you get like one day, two days. To catch someone's eye, yeah. and like I, I assume that that is going to be some hungry football. Being and then played. they're
2: sitting there watching at home right now, going, "Man, I got a one percent chance that I'll be in the DM- DMVR podcast live one <laughs> well, day." Let's go. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's the real driver. Got your own shirt. <laughs>
1: hook you up with a menu
0: item. Um, <laughs> speaking of menu items, real quick shout out to Shador's number two barbecue sauce. I had some Shador's number two uh,
1: on my chicken thighs last night. Um, it was funny because like. Allie hadn't had the two doors number 2 yet oh, yeah. um and i to- i i i like you know was making it i pulled it out and she said uh, oh you god <laughs> i tried. i was going to let it go I was, like i was just I, I, gonna- there was like a, lo- a long enough pause there that i was like oh they missed it um, no, I didn't miss it you you were saying you pulled it out anyways and, and i pulled what? the chicken out of the oh, oven the chicken okay all right and uh <laughs> She was like, Oh, you didn't use insert barbecue sauce that I've always used? Insert barbecue And she said, uh, And I was like, No, I think I actually okay. like Shadors better. It, it really go. is good. Yeah. No, like, it, it really You've is had a it? good. Sauce. Yeah. No, yeah it really go. is good.
2: Wait, 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 wait. I've had the barbecue sauce. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I haven't had his pulled out chicken. Oh, no, my, my God. God. I've had the barbecue sauce. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> good I've,
1: stuff right here. I've had this. I would love some like new black and gold branding on that. Yep.
0: It's got to be coming. Uh, go to com For a limited time, use the code ALLCITY, all caps, all one word, at checkout. You'll get 10% off. Your order, Shador's number two. And then shout out to Shady Rays. <laughs> uh, it's been sunny, Neely. It has it, been It uh, wasn't too sunny the past week. How did no, you I, deal with that? Maybe you know, I didn't know what the hell was going
2: <laughs> on, man. Like, I... I Got back to Boulder and there's just smoke everywhere. Like, oh, like yeah. what 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 is going on? It wasn't our fault. It wasn't no, our I blame fault. Canada. I heard yeah. you know Jake told me it was from Canada. It was those pesky Canadians. There's a South Park song. Yeah, it about is. It. I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> totally, totally
0: with it. Let's go. Uh Shady Rays has you covered this entire summer though. Every single pair backed by lost and broken replacements. Even on day one, if you don't like your shady rays, you can exchange them for free. Um, for the Memorial Day, we have a sale going on right now. Go to ShadyRays.com, and you'll get 35% off all their sunglasses. 35. And you can try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people. And Speaking
1: of, we need to be rated five stars by over 250,000 yes, people.
0: Yes, we do. Apple Podcast listeners, come on. We need you. You're coming on fairly strong. Yep. A few uh, reviews have come through, but uh, Spotify is just... Crushing them right now. Five-star reviews on Spotify, more
1: reviews on Spotify. It's yeah, crazy, man. man. Come on, Apple. I think Neely actually just pocketed that bottle of Shador. No, it's over <laughs> here. Yeah, it did. Like, it, it, He's it, like, oh, it, it's mine now. Yeah, it
2: wasn't a game. You know?
0: um, we started this week talking about Coach Prime uh, and his expectations that he set. I, yeah. He had some kind of event. Um, and then you and I were talking in the car just about expectations. And you said you didn't remember, but I'd love to hear again what you oh, said. Yeah. I was
2: just, you know, uh, going off his vibe, man, which I thought was excellent. He did an event with uh, Athletic Director Rick George talking to some folks uh, uh, that support the athletic programs, and someone asked him what his expectations were. They specifically asked him what he think the record would be. Yep. And he said, well, I'm not going to go there because, you know, that'll go viral, but I will tell you that we're going to exceed your expectations. Uh, and, I, and I think that's, uh, that's true. I think you can throw out. You know, 0 and 11 or or, uh, uh, records like that. And I think you can also throw out undefeated because we're rebuilding. Uh, But we're definitely going to be a better team than people are giving us credit for. Uh, I think that folks have not really grasped the level of talent of this coaching staff and their football acumen, but also mixed with the level of talent that is being brought in. You know, when you look, we talked about those metrics from the spring uh, practice session, spring conditioning. Those were new guys leading the way. And now there's a bunch of new guys that are just as good, if not better than them, at these same kind of metrics augmented with this high level coaching ability. I think people are going to be surprised. These folks out here going, oh man, two games best, three games best. I think you can double that at a minimum.
1: Yeah, I think so too. And I love that he said, I'm going to exceed your expectations because it's been a running theme on this show that I just keep saying, like, well, I have to set my expectations for Coach Prime higher because every time I set an expectation, something keeps surpasses it. It's like, I remember when he got here, you know, the first day after the, after he, uh, you know, became the coach, we're talking about roster turnover. And I was like, I mean, he could probably turn over, I don't know, 30, 40 players on the (laughs) roster. Like that would be an insane lift, but I bet he could do that. You know, 50 to 70 players (laughs) later, whatever (laughs) number you want to use. It's like, damn, you know, uh, with the freshman class, we were kind of like, I was kind of making excuses. Before they needed to be made, just saying like, "Hey, you know, he got a very short period of time." Yeah, to turn expectations. Right, it's like to turn around this this incoming freshman class. Like, you know, he's got like a month or whatever it was at the time to turn his class around. Boom, top twenty five class in the country. It's like, all right, well, I got to stop trying to guess what it's going to be because every time (laughs) it just blows it out of the water. And that's
2: what I was telling Jake in in the car, man. It's like that is it is just. It's gonna exceed whatever it is you're thinking. Yep. Like he's going to exceed your expectations. You know, when you talk about impact of the freshman. You look at a guy like you know Dylan Edwards, who you know was flying back home to go to his prom. Like <laughs> these guys left high school in December and already here working. Yeah. Uh, so it's 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 contribution across the board, and I think that's going to equate to a better, higher standard
1: on the field than people are thinking we're going to do. Yeah, and I mean, even and then you go back to the spring transfer portal, and it was like. You know the expectations nationally were incredibly low. I had reached the point where I'm like, I don't. I'll just see what happens now. Yeah. But the, you know, people were saying, well, there's just no way he can fill out all of the players that he just pushed out after the spring game. And look what happened. And it took yep. like two weeks. Yeah, it took two weeks, and they're bringing in guys like Alton McCaskill and yeah. Omar. had you, in a two-week period,
2: you had 53 go and 42 come. Just Crazy. bang bang. Yeah, they said
1: th- <laughs> there were people out there saying, now Colorado might go into the season with 60 scholarship players. <laughs> Took a week to have 60 scholarship players. And
2: even right now, speaking of scholarships, as it relates and attaches to this, the campus and what we're discussing, he still has scholarships in his back pocket. Oh, yeah. Like he's managing the scholarship process uh, like it is the, the salary cap in NFL. You know, he is not exhausting all of it, you know, because there's a certain number you get to travel with and a certain number to actually play. So he's going to go into August and even through the fall still with the ability to bring people into this program because, as you know, scholarships are annual, and if you put them all out there from now to next May, you know, it, it kind of hampers recruitment. Right. So he is going to get it done without using all that he has in the toolkit.
1: Yeah. And, I mean, he's already to the point where if they needed to play a game tomorrow, the roster is yeah fine, mm-hmm. Yeah. you know. And so now it's it's all just, well, does – you know, does Charlie Offerdahl earn a scholarship? Does, yeah. does he get one? Obviously – You know, that we still haven't accounted for Shiloh. Um, Does someone at this camp impress so much that you want to put them on scholarship? Mm -hmm. And then you still have five more after those three.
2: What a beautiful problem.
1: Yep.
0: Yep.
2: What a beautiful problem. We're Um, coming.
0: We are coming. We put out a graphic earlier in the week, too, talking about where these players have gone that have left the team. And you kind of reposted that with your own thoughts. Um, But were you shocked at all when you saw this graphic and how many kids... There it is on the screen right now. How many kids are uncommitted, and just how little Power Five talent there was on this roster?
2: No, I wasn't shocked. But but I say that from a from a, a place of fortune, being the guy in the room. Yeah, you know, watching Coach Mo work with them, seeing the weekly metrics, uh, watching their commitment, looking what they brought to the table, and not prejudging anybody based on you know the, the past fall at one eleven, but just measuring for where they were. And so when guys decided to hop into portal for whatever reasons. I was not shocked that that biggest bar down there is in the uncommitted, you know, and and then some of the smaller conferences uh, because you, you saw that, you know, and if you want to play the cards face up, aren't we all chasing the SEC? Yes, yes. Like, are are, are we all trying to, you know, to to accomplish what Georgia's and Alabama's have accomplished? Absolutely. And you don't see a person on that list that that went to SEC school. It
1: was one of the first things that stood out to me. (laughs) There's two big conferences. It's the SEC and the Big Ten. You know, the Pac-12 is trying to figure out a way to get into that conversation, Mm -hmm. same as the Big 12. Right now it's the SEC, clear one, Big Ten, number two. One player ended up in those conferences from here, and it was a, not to take away from you know the player who ended up at a good football school, but it, it's a pre-existing relationship with the head coach. Absolutely, right. there,
2: there's a slight asterisk by that. Yeah. It's, it's not just ability; it's relationship in that mm-hmm. one. Uh, and so, to answer your question, Jake, circle back to it. No, I wasn't. I wasn't shocked, but I, I do think once again, that here everyone was doing the hand wringing and crying to the wind. That oh man, look at all these people are leaving. We, what are we going to do? There's no way we can win with that many folks leaving out. And I said even then, well, you know, let's see how attractive they are to other people.
0: Yeah. I mean, to go yeah. back to the Power Five thing, though, it was what 12 guys that stayed in the Power Five? I think uh, eight of them went to the Pack, stayed right. in conference, yeah. no ACC. So there's only three guys that went outside the Pack that stayed in the Power Five. Wow.
1: That, yeah, three that's crazy. 50,
0: three out of 53.
1: And and next week, probably, we'll do the one of where everyone's coming from. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, we'll also recreate the production because we did the production out. Mm-hmm. We'll do the production in. Sure. We'll, that's but, fair. Like, that's fair. SEC, ACC, Big Ten. I mean,
0: these guys are coming from everywhere. Um, and even these Juco kids, man, they're coming from the Juco, like national championship yes. teams and stuff.
2: Man, fist bump. I got you. Because <laughs> that's where I was headed. Like, this, this Juco camp next week, man, and the guys that, are, that
1: watch, just watch. And it's not going to be true of every single player, but also go look at the records of the teams that these guys are coming from. Yes. They're winners. Mm hmm. You know, you got all these. Why are there so many guys coming in from Florida State? Well, yeah, because Florida State had a stacked roster with players to be picked off of. But also, that's a 10-win football team. Yeah. 10, yeah. Th- there's a big difference between 10-win culture and one-win culture. And just having those guys who know what winning takes, they've seen it. Even if they weren't starters on those teams, they're just part of a winning culture. It's a lot easier to... absolutely. Instill that if you're Coach Prime, but
2: you even see that when the NFL is drafting people, absolutely, you know, you you take a guy, a linebacker, and his metrics across the board are equal with three other guys. They're going to pick the guy from the program mm-hmm. that already has that professional culture. Yep, you know, that already knows about the work ethic and strength and conditioning and and ca- how to carry yourself. They're gonna they're gonna say, well, hey, give me that guy you know, from Coach Smarter. Give me that guy from Coach Saban. And now give me that guy from Coach Prime because I know I don't have to do that much of an NFL orientation for him. And it's the same thing with guys who come here. You're attracting guys from schools that have been winning and they have winning cultures and winning organizations. And now you're putting that in your locker room where you got another extension of the coach saying, hey, don't do that or, hey, do this, because we're trying to win and win now.
0: To go back to our guy Bishop Thomas, I mean, the scout team player of the year at Florida State just – his floor as a player is already so much higher than all these guys that left, really, but yes. just any other player that you could really get in the portal right now just because he wasn't playing and he was able to be the best scout team player shouldn't really even be seen as a knock yeah. because, as you mentioned, this is a very talented team that could afford to actually lose some of these pieces. I mean, granted, some of them that are coming here pretty nice and probably could have still played at Florida State, but uh, the yeah. point remains. I do have to point this out, Phil, I I, I looked up
2: at the monitor there, mm-hmm. you know, I just happened to glance at the monitor, and I want to say to the studios, the guests here, the, the people in the studio, and, and, and the co-host, and more importantly to the folks at home watching around the world, that that logo across the bottom, I'm actually playing with my phone, like I know it looks like I'm ah. doing something else, when I do that, <laughs> but my hand is not just, it's it's my phone down here, so it's, just, you know. I should. Checking I wish himself. I got you that before you uh, got yourself. <laughs>
1: really I, I was, I was doing this
2: and I looked at the screen. And I said, "Wait, that looks." It like, <laughs> <laughs> looked like wait. Like this. No, it's,
1: well. it's like man, you really think that point Jake's making is great? <laughs> now, now I'm gonna turn red. <laughs> All
0: right, it's we like, got. Uh, i make another good point, Jake. <laughs> <laughs> we got a li- <laughs> We got a little bit of news to get through today. Uh, our God. guy. Did- Go ahead. What Just do you got? Thank God we have yeah. some, something
2: oh, yeah. other than where we were going. Get we've us back out chicken and
0: corn <laughs> <laughs> sauce on thighs. Oh, man. Uh. Our guy, Danny O'Neal, um, the quarterback in, a, in the 2024 recruiting class for the Buffs, is an elite 11 finalist. So in the running to be one of the top 11 quarterbacks in this upcoming recruiting class mm. and a chance to compete amongst the rest of those top 11 uh, at the Elite 11 camp. I don't know who runs it anymore. I think Trent Dilfer used to run it. Yeah. Yep. Um, but, man, this is huge. And so he, was, he is
1: a finalist. He's not in the Elite 11 yet.
0: Not yet. He He's posted, a... yes. Okay. Um, I don't know exactly how many finalists there are, but um, for a three-star quarterback, that is, that's not very three-star of him to be included in no. the Elite 11. No, that bodes mm-hmm. well, man. Yep. Yep. That bodes well.
2: And that's that's one of the things that, you know, that to watch this summer, that quarterback room, should take place uh, shape up and, and 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 whatnot because you never want to see like a this dramatic drop off between qb1 and qb2 mm-hmm. uh, and that's not just necessarily uh god forbid something happening in game but you really need a quality qb2 for practicing for the scout team you know because th- that person has to get the defense ready uh and so it's going to be <coughs> interesting to see like how this forms and who moves up to be right behind the 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 clear and present QB one and how they push each other and and grow this team.
1: And it's something that we thought might be addressed in the portal, but it's one of the most difficult positions to find because anyone who comes here knows they're coming to be a backup. Yeah, Yeah, and usually guys don't enter the portal to go be a backup somewhere else. So it's it's a challenge. You got some young talent in there for sure, and Staub. You got Wiseman coming in. You have Drew Carter. The more Experienced player, or Mm -hmm. did he? Did he Uh, say Okay, he's gone. gone. (laughs) Yeah, Um, it's uh, Wiseman, Allen, and uh, Stab. Wiseman. Oh, Allen is the walk-on. That was the third one I was thinking of. Um, So it's all young players. They're going to need someone to step up. Mm -hmm.
0: Something to keep your eye on. Yep. Um, there were a few offers that came out yesterday. This was probably the most notable. Uh, Also from Butler Community College, Isaiah Walker. Um, He has been everywhere. So, he entered the portal after playing at Butler Community College this last year, committed to Purdue, um, signed with them, then asked for his release, was granted that yesterday, and then it came out like an hour after he posted that, that CU had offered him. Um, Okay. He was a former four-star player, played at Florida and Miami um, before obviously going to Butler for whatever reason, and then was teammates with uh, Kareem Harden last year, who is coming in now.
1: Sheesh, he has... Played a lot of ball. He's played need, a we're ton. Gonna of ball. <laughs> we <will. laughs> we're gonna need more sauce. We're
0: gonna need more sauce. Also, Colorado offered 2025 offensive tackle and Georgia commit Micah Debose from Mobile, Alabama. This is a top 20 recruit in the 25 class, the fourth ranked offensive tackle. He committed to Georgia on the 16th of January, but we have a year and a half more than that until he has to actually sign on the dotted line. Mobile,
1: Alabama, where Jake and I met. Yep. Really? Yes. Yeah. Yes. At the Senior Bowl. Yep. Outstanding. Yep. <laughs> Jay came up and was like, "Yo, listen to your podcast. Nice to meet you."
2: I was like, "Let's go." So he was, he was kind of standing a little bit, you know. Like, yeah. yeah. Followed you around. <laughs> yeah. You know, I don't want to put words in his mouth. <laughs> no. You
0: know. I'm not gonna lie. I was really nervous meeting you that time. <laughs> <laughs> not gonna lie. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. I'm gonna. What's the timestamp on this? I going to go ahead <laughs> and clip that out. <laughs> um, but that's where I met my boy Dre. Yep. and Dre and i just started building <coughs> a relationship from that day really it's all right
1: crazy how it works it is now we're here every day
0: um and then colorado also offered 2026 wide receiver jonas smith out of modern day high school
1: there you go build the pipeline
0: yep they've been attacking those pipelines uh pretty hardcore <laughs> that,
2: that florida pipeline has been amazing oh man <laughs> it is this colorado is florida west man it is it has been amazing to see the number of Guys, whether they're Florida State guys or just Florida residents, you know, no, no matter where they were coming from, that are now in Boulder.
0: Oh, yeah. Has this pipeline just barely been tapped? Like, are we just barely seeing this? Absolutely.
2: Yeah. I, it, but I think that's just, you know, the, the quote unquote prime effect. You have a lot of folks who, who, who believe, right, and they're coming and they're excited about it. And then you have some folks who have just got their, their foot in the water and they're watching. Yep. And they want to see, like, how competitive, you know, this is really going to be this first season. And I think that floodgates is really going to open up after that.
1: I mean, I don't think we're that far off from a world where Colorado is the fourth best school at recruiting Florida. Like, Florida, Florida State, Miami, hey, Colorado. Colorado. <laughs> and maybe they could jump I one of them. I was about to say, I
2: think we jump one of those. I, I think you eventually, with, with the success that Florida we know is, is coming, really down right now, <laughs> I think that we jump one of those.
1: And, and that's, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. That's I, crazy.
0: Uh, I, I believe
2: that.
1: I guess Georgia is obviously going to compete for those Florida right. guys, too. But... It's, I mean, there's a cool thing. Like, you know, we just learn new things when when um, new experiences come across our plate. But like, there's very much a, a pride in those guys who come from Florida. Mm-hmm. And I think that it means something to them to play for a coach who has that same pride in where he's from. Like, mm-hmm. you can clearly tell that that matters and that helps in the connection. And I, I think of it the same way of, as if I were a player and there was a coach at a school in let's say florida but he was a colorado guy you know and he yeah. loved colorado and had that you know that, that 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 same feeling about players from colorado like i if i wasn't playing for cu i would want to go You're play really for that. him
2: i just want to make one adjustment say football player because you are indeed a player okay if i was a football <laughs> player <laughs> <laughs> um, oh you's a player <laughs>
0: Neely, I want to ask you about Coach Cheney and what he's like, because he's also from that area, mm-hmm. and he's coached a lot of these guys. And to me, he seems like the real kind of weapon and driving force in getting those guys from Fort Myers and that area to Boulder. What is he like? What is he like with the kids? How does he recruit?
2: Solid guy. You know, he and uh, Coach Prime go way back. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they, they have been friends, you know, 40 years or, or more uh, and was brought here to be – you know, the kind of professional development coach uh, to, to the, the mental wellness coach to check on guys and make sure their transitions are smooth. So you will find that he has, you know, whether you, you have that kind of good cop, bad cop with coaches, you know, that he has a direct relationship and impact with the players and meeting with them and making sure they're good and what they're going through. Uh, he's, he's just a f- straight up phenomenal guy, man, always positive, always pushing the positive to them. Letting them know what it takes to be successful in life—that you're going to have adversities, and this is how you overcome them. Uh, so, and you—you you see, you remember years ago, people started adding quality control coaches, right? Mm-hmm. You know, adding analysts. Mm-hmm. You're going to see more and more of these professional development slash mental health coaches on staff.
1: That's great. It's great. I mean, honestly, just the more resources that these kids can have around them, uh, the better.
2: Yeah, because it's—it's you know, I hate to use the word pressure because it's overused, and it's not really any pressure. But these guys go through a lot, and the yes. world is watching, and, and the, you know, the presence <clears> of, <throat> of social media and impact it has on their lives, both, you know, good and bad. And so having someone to kind of help you navigate that and help you keep the main thing the main thing mm-hmm. is what a, what a Coach Cheney does.
1: I mean, it, it. I think it is pressure, and, you know, you could use any word you want, but these kids are uprooting their lives. They're leaving – in most cases their parents' house for the mm-hmm. first time of their lives. They're probably in the hardest schooling of their lives. And on top of that, the most is being asked of them on the football field of their lives. Like they And it go- snows. <laughs> <laughs> Out of nowhere, yeah. their lives have just been turned upside down. And so not like certainly there's gonna be some guys who just take everything in stride. Um, but it's not surprising that some guys are going to need resources. They're going to need help. They're going to need some, a Absolutely. shoulder to cry on, you know, uh, someone to ask advice, whatever.
2: Yeah. And Coach Prime has really built this staff where everyone has that role including good old Uncle Neely, but, <laughs> but the tip of the spear is Coach Chaney, you know, mm. uh, where these guys, you're not going to be in this Colorado organization and say, well, I didn't have anybody to turn to. I didn't have anybody I could talk to. You know, I just felt alone. There's somebody on that staff that you're their focus Yep. And helping you be successful in life is their focus.
1: Love that. They're like, I talked to Uncle Neal, he just made me blush. Because <laughs> you're a player. <laughs> just don't pull your chicken out. Oh my
0: God. <laughs> you ever played rugby?
2: I know. a brother from Mississippi. <laughs> Like, I saw my first lacrosse game a couple of weeks ago when I was here, and it was women's lacrosse, and it was phenomenal. And I ain't played no rugby, man. Come on.
0: <laughs> Shout out to the American Raptors at Infinity Park. Shout um, out
2: to the Raptors, but I have played.
0: Well, Neely, if you didn't get the opportunity you wanted as an elite athlete, you can check out the opportunities at <laughs> Infinity Park, and rugby just may you be know, your next ride. Just this morning, brushing my teeth, looking in the
2: mirror, and I said, I never got my opportunity as an elite <laughs> athlete.
0: I just had that thought. Look at this. Perfect. Wow. You can head on over to uh, Infinity Park. They've got all kinds of athletes from all kinds of backgrounds, football, basketball, baseball, soccer, track and field, wrestling, um, and they're all playing rugby. Uh, you can go and watch them in person at Infinity Park. Tickets are just $10. Children 12 and under are free. And if you can't make it, you can watch all of the American Raptors matches live on ESPN+. Plus.
1: I've never played rugby either. You've been around a lot I of sports, Jake.
2: Yeah. And, and you play rugby so perfect question what do you think about the size of the rugby ball compared to other balls
0: <laughs> I feel like this is a trick question <laughs> he's learning <laughs> yeah, he is. he's getting good um i will tell you it is different playing with a, a rugby ball cuz you carry it like an egg almost sometimes you yeah. don't carry it like a and football he wanted to answer so yeah, yeah he, <laughs> it is a we- it
1: is weird i don't i don't even like the texture of that <laughs> 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 yeah. No, I don't, I don't I don't know
2: about the texture of other balls. It oh is crazy God.
1: though like when you watch rugby it is a whole sport of fullbacks. Yep. Yeah. Like oh, you yeah. know everyone in that watches football yeah. loves the fullback. Yep. It's just all fullbacks.
0: It's <laughs> a great game man.
1: Short guys like huge arms, huge legs just smashing into each I other. I thought
2: you said Jake played.
0: I did play. I played wing. Oh, okay.
2: This must be the, the one non fullback. I was scoring. I missed his opportunity as an elite athlete. Oh, so wow, out. shots We got to get that fired. on the hat. I missed my opportunity as
3: an elite
0: athlete. Shut up, Speaking of hats, man.
2: What's up? Can I take somebody hat? Yeah. yeah. I'm wearing the camo CU yeah. hat. You know, it's Memorial Day weekend, man. Yes, shout sir. out to Memorial Day and all the families, you know, who've lost someone in service, man. You got to rock some camo this weekend. Remember Memorial Day. That's yep. great, man. It's the reason for it.
1: They're they're giving you all the good gear, huh? You, hey, you know you I wish they Smitty gave me this one. I bought this one. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was like, I gotta have
2: that. But no, they you know, hey, there's some great gear up there, man. So I can't hate. Smithy's a good man. There you go. Uh, shout
0: great out to friends, Bre- Breckenridge Brewery. Um, we've been crushing them here at the DMVR Bar. You got to come here for a game sometime. Maybe the finals game or something, and uh, see the DMVR Bar. And I, I was watching glory. the
2: videos during the Western Conference Finals and. Checking out the decibel meter, man. Yep. Yeah, it was crazy in yes. here.
1: Yep. Yes. It I think we got crazy. to 117 when they finally, like, when they got the block to to win Game Four. Yeah.
2: Let me let me ask you all this: How great is it to be a Colorado sports person now? Like, you 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 got just a perfect storm taking place out there.
1: Well, and the Avalanche won the Stanley Cup last yeah. year. You know, um, you have this Nuggets run right in front of us. Coach Prime comes in to save Colorado football, like. I'm in heaven. Sean Payton shows up. Yep, Sean Payton shows up. Yeah, it's Um,
2: it's phenomenal because it's. I think, and I'm coming from the outside looking in. People lose sight of what a sports environment Colorado slash Denver is. You know, and you get here like, damn, that's right. There's like
0: major sports teams here. Yes, and
1: great fan bases.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, let, me, let me finish this real quick. Uh, you can go to <laughs> www.brechtbrewer.com right <laughs> to find a Breck Brew near you. There's you can job. get the Mile High City Golden Ale, my favorite Mountain Beach Sour, Strawberry Sky, all that good stuff. Shout out Breck Brew. Uh, we were talking a little basketball in the car, man. We were. Yeah, we uh, were. You catching the Nuggets <laughs> fever?
2: Uh, you know, yes, because of the environment, and I, I love to see my friends be successful. But no, because I'm not a bandwagon guy. Mm. So I'm not mm. gonna, Fair. you know, move the boulder working with Coach Prime doing the pregame show and just be like, that's my side. I'm now, you know, a Nugget. Like, you know, I'm historically either the Pistons or the Knicks because I was kind of, you know, anti-Jordan guy. Mm. You know, because he just palmed the ball every time he dribbles, that kind of thing. <laughs> and got away with traveling that kind of thing. <laughs> oh, but man, but yeah, think. so I, I, I love what is happening here, though. Yeah. So I love, you know, leaning against the wall and watching the success of the Nuggets and you know, hopefully winning this, this <laughs> championship. Uh, but no, I haven't humped, hopped on the bandwagon. Did I say hopped yeah. on the bandwagon? <laughs> you I did say that. <laughs> I haven't hopped on the bandwagon <laughs> and just, you know, go full in that I'm a Nuggets guy now. But wish them the best.
1: But if you like basketball, you like watching that team play. Oh, right? I, absolutely. And I, and
2: I love basketball. And what Murray and Joker are doing is like when I was growing up watching Stockton and Malone. You know, it, it, it is poetry in motion, man. I love watching it.
1: Just a lot less problematic.
2: A lot less
0: problematic. <laughs> uh, Ryan, yesterday, I've got some of the votes from our draft. Oh, I never checked in on that. Uh, you are up 57
1: to 42%. Let's go. I love winning. That's a big gap. It is. Yep. Um, I don't think Jake's beat me in one This yet. is fake news. I'll <laughs> say that.
0: I drafted the better team. <laughs>
2: Yeah, but numbers don't say that. Though. Mm-hmm. So, you know, guys,
0: you still have five, four hours. You see how you got louder? Like, yeah. You kind of cut me off? <laughs> you have four <laughs> hours to get a vote in for me. Help me out. How many votes buffs. are on the poll? Only 99.
1: Oh, damn. You have a chance.
0: Don't I, do it. Don't do it. <laughs> <that. laughs> Help me don't out. Don't do that. Um, all right, man. You guys have been killing it with the thumbs up, but we'd appreciate it if you haven't already to smash that thumbs up button. There's a lot of people in here. What do we have? 382?
1: Back. Is that what I'm seeing? Uh. 62, 362. We can get to 500. Yeah, easily.
0: Let's get to that by the end of the show. All right, guys. What questions do you have for uh, Uncle over here, Miko, Uncle Neely, and guys? Do you think CU will get a backup quarterback? Mm -hmm. We talked about that. Um, Yeah,
2: yeah. I think that'll happen. I think that. I I think that. You know, law of averages. You know, the kind of guy we're describing who understands I'm going there to hold down the second, to better the scout team, to be ready should my number be called. uh, Particularly with you know, older guys or even
0: grad students, I, I think you have the opportunity there for that to happen. All right. <laughs> we got a super chat. A super sticker from Eddie. Pair character punch in the air with fist and bump written on his knuckles. Nice. <laughs> That's lit. <laughs> Good super sticker. Um... G bad, Uncle Neely has to spill the tea on Shiloh. What's going on with Shiloh? I uh,
2: saw him just today, uh, right when Jake was picking me up, doing a dance battle with Coach Prime. <laughs> you know, so uh, he's here, and uh, I think you'll be seeing more of him. Is that enough tea?
3: Yeah,
1: yeah. I think I, you'll, mean,
2: I think you'll be seeing more of the big two, at gang CEO.
1: We've been trying to get him to announce wherever he may commit yeah. on the show here.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He he's a showman, so uh great guy. He
1: I figure we could set
0: it up like the decision. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I don't think people are gonna be shocked at the decision. <laughs> uh Robert, are they having a cookout for the team on Monday?
2: Uh they are. They are. Uh, they'll be, you know, welcome back uh, in a Memorial Day recognition and Sweet. Uh, so Coach Prime is getting the guys together and doing the event for him and don't eat all that barbecue because Tuesday, Coach Mo has them.
1: Oh. <laughs> Maybe I should come. I'll, I'll help clean up the barbecue. I don't have to see
0: Coach Mo. Uh, I'll love, out of all the new guys coming in, who, does, who do you want to interview first? Wow. That's a good one. Oh, man. Can, I, I'm not going to. Can even... I nominate someone for you? Yeah, your? go right ahead. Uh, Reggie Young, our guy from Liberty, who. Mm, that is a good one. Do you know his back, like his backstory? Yeah, yeah, that's a good one, man. Yeah. That's a, that's a good one. But but he, but here
2: again, this is such a great problem. Oh yeah. You know, normally your situation you're like oh that guy. Right. But I mean, hell, you got forty two to choose from.
1: I, I would nominate Alton McCaskill. Yes, we'd I would mean, love to see that. He scored a, as many touchdowns as a freshman as Colorado scored last year
0: as a team. Yeah. He's a dog. Yeah. Both good choices. Can't go wrong. Stay tuned. Jay Brown with the $20 Super Chat. Shout out to the Big 3 crew. Let's go. We appreciate you, man. Thank you.
2: So, like, basketball-wise, Big 3, like, who, who are we?
0: Because
1: <clears throat> um, there are a lot
2: of historical Big 3s out there.
1: It's true. It's true. I mean, I'm, all, I'm in a Nuggets mindset, so I'm like, all right, who's Jokic? Who's Murray? And then you could choose, let's, like, let's like, MPJ.
2: See, now, let me be the guy who's going to keep it real with you. All right. All right. So forty-seven years, first time in the finals. There is no Nuggets big three. There is though. Ooh. Well, give, give it to me. I just did. No, I mean historically, like,
1: oh, like you're watching all time. three? I mean, yeah. fair enough. We could go like Jordan, Pippen, Rodman, but you don't like Jordan. So well, would, you know, it's not that I don't like what him. A, <laughs> he's a good
0: guy. We should go with the Pistons then: Chauncey, uh, Rip, and Ben. All right. Well, I get to be Chauncey. That's why I picked it. <laughs> 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 There's some great big threes
2: out there though, man. Like, you know, you had uh KG, Bron- Paul Pierce, and and, and uh either right. Alan Arondo at the Celtics, yeah. you know. Yeah. Braun Wade and Bosch. Yeah, yeah There's a lot of a lot of everyone acts like it's a new phenomenon, but it's it's been a hit Clay Stephan like, you, you can go way, way back to run TMC. I'm dating myself, uh, with the with Golden State, you know, Chris Mullins and uh and Hardaway, like that yeah. they they were doing it, man. Res- I like the Pistons
1: Reshma. one though, because I get to be a buff. Then you guys can duke it out. <laughs> I mean, you got the beard to be Ben Wallace.
2: That's great. I'll be the mask. There you go. Ben Wallace, man. Hall of Famer from an HBCU undrafted.
1: There you go. Kind of matches me. Ben Wallace, man. He was... I've never liked a player more who had no offensive skills.
2: But could bring it.
1: Dude, just such a dog.
2: Somebody said we look great together.
1: Shot The block shots, yeah. like, so strong down it's there. It's you, Jake.
0: It
2: is just it's me. I know. know. Thank uh, you. And no, you lift us up. You know? yep. Of course. I know.
0: Yeah. Elfredi again. <laughs> um, oh, okay. Sorry. What is the difference in the coaching staff, JSU to see you? And is Coach Zimmer coming like he did at JSU? This is an elite coaching staff.
2: So I do want to point out uh, the last part at first. We have a Coach Zimmer. Andrew Zimmer is here. Uh, ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah, graduate assistant working with the tight ends uh, with, uh, with Coach Brew. Uh, who is the nephew of the Vikings, uh, Coach Zimmer. Mm-hmm. Got a little segment coming on, on Zim soon. Uh, difference, I don't think there is a difference, and that's because of the Tipper Spears' coach prime. Uh, so I I think that whereas you have some defensive minds, you know, such as a Dennis Thurman uh, from Jackson State and uh, uh, even uh, uh, Coach Dancy, who was head coach of Mississippi Valley on the defensive staff, mixing them with, with a Charles Kelly, and they all have this – coach prime mindset that you don't realize you're in a different place, different atmosphere because the standard hadn't changed.
0: Yep. Uh, What else we got? Also from Freddy. ask Uncle Neely, which players are already in town? Do you even know? Is it just everyone showing up? Yeah, Yeah. like
2: everyone's, everyone's, you know, will be in today and tomorrow. Most of the uh, first timers are absolutely getting in today.
0: Let's go.
1: Yeah, so they're
2: doing the dorm move-ins, you know, as we speak. Uh, and, and having a you know welcome a little Boulder event uh, later today, so it's it's happening while we're here live.
1: Also, just because I calmed you to Ben Wallace doesn't mean that I don't think you have offensive skill.
2: <laughs> I do have the ability to offend, so I, I'm offensive. Uh, I Offend Jake Daly, yeah. and he just rolls with it, takes you know? it. I think he likes it. Honestly,
0: Key says, uh, when will players be back in pads?
2: That's August. Yeah, that's August. You know, this is uh, going into a nine-week window. It's just focused on strength and conditioning. Uh, And then you can have player-led, player-only practices. So you'll see Shadour, his receivers out there doing some seven-on-seven stuff the next nine weeks. But the first time that we are back in pads and really doing CU Buff football will be that uh, last week of July, first week of August. And that rolls you right into week one when we get on the road to go to TCU. Oh, my God.
0: Um, is there Are there any visitors this week? Um, I'm, there's about 300 of them coming in. Yeah, right? yeah like <laughs> 400 official unofficial visits. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, man, this is, like,
2: years from now, but even the youth camp has, like, a couple thousand kids registered. Wow. <laughs> like this, are you kidding me? 2,000, like, 10-year-olds. They're yeah. going to have it's to open crazy. up
0: the lower practice field, uh, Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Yeah,
2: they're going to be all over the place. Wow. That is crazy. It's
0: huge response to it. We'll start them early. All right. Chris is asking. Um sounds like the pulled out chicken sandwich should be a theme on the DMVR. <laughs> DMV hey,
1: that sounds good to me. Sidors <laughs> so gonna... number two, some pulled chicken. Oh man. <laughs>
2: That's a killer. I could go so many places with that, but I'm I'm going to <laughs> I'm trying. Do <laughs> <New your>, like <laughs> Coast Pride, thank you, Lord. Just work, work with my mouth. Don't let me say what I'm thinking right now.
0: What's your favorite Colorado beer so far? I
2: haven't had one, man. I'm, I'm, uh, you know, I'm not until they become a sponsor of you guys' show and our show, we're not going to say what I'd like to well, drink. Well, we'll get some Brett. Yeah, I Brett need, beer. I need some of your beer. Like, I'm not a beer drink. I'm a vodka guy. But like I said, okay. I'm not even going to say the name of them. I, I like type it. of
0: guy then. Yeah. Uh, Shaquille Oatmeal, love the collab. Question for Uncle Neely. Do you think you will bring back the mid-game big play interviews? I always thought that was very creative.
2: That is the plan. Uh, you know, we we're massaging that—not uh, the chicken, but the concept <laughs> of the, the the player interviews. Because I think you guys saw where the no coincidence. Shortly after Coach Prime attended the conference meetings, the Mm Pac-12 is is adopting allowing in-game interviews. Oh, yeah, we we knew exactly where that came from. (laughs) So you can see the connectivity to that. It was something that we were able to do at Jackson State and certainly hope to continue here because one thing that Coach Prime is big on is like he doesn't care if it's a bad play or a great play. You can't just talk to the cameras when it's going well. you got to talk when you mess up. Uh, And so he holds them accountable that. So uh, looking forward to it. Uh, Don't know how much of it – You know, will I know none of it will be live, but it'll be some package stuff post game. And you know, is it premature for us to tell the world right now that we're going to be doing stuff post game? No, sir. Yeah. So if you like the big three and you like two sauce, you know, you're gonna get more (laughs) of it this fall. Yes. Because you'll be seeing this kind of thing post game, and we'll probably have those kind of interviews uploaded.
1: Which that will be, I mean, so incredible. You know, just an an amazing layer to add to our show. If we have, you know, like there, you had so many good hits with. Cam Silman Craig after he made a big play. Like, yeah. you know, that's he's he's so smiley after those big plays, he's all hyped up. And like it's cool to see those guys. When they're in their happiest, you know, they just scored a touchdown. Yeah. They just had a pick. Like it, it's cool to see. So and I, I love the
2: uh, echoing that the ups and downs of the game to see yep. how them lock back in and shake it off when something doesn't go right, right. or doesn't go as planned. And Cam is one of the best at that. And I think you know Jake told me on the ride over, you are working on getting on getting Cam on. Yes. Yep. Yeah, he'd yes. be man. He would love to sit on his couch. Great, great personality. Can't
0: wait. wait to have him. Yep. Can't wait. Uh, with that, with uh, I can't remember who we read it from, but the details on the Pac 12 broadcast, they mentioned like exclusive or expanded like handheld camera permission. Does that mean that you're going to be just directly uh, shooting to ESPN, it, basically? It
2: remains to be seen, man. You know, I am open to any and all opportunities like that. I think what we were able to create, uh, you know, back at Jackson State and now doing here in Colorado. Marrying whatever the Pac-12, you know, plans are, would just be phenomenal content for folks, particularly from a post-game, you yep. know, standpoint. Oh yeah. Uh, you know, they've got the lock, rightly so, on on in-game stuff, but even feeds that we can do to the jumbotron at Folsom Field, like this, it's, I I think that that you're going to see a product on the field, and a content creation product this fall that has never been seen before in college football.
1: Let's go. Awesome. Let's go. That fires me up. Uh, like, like you fired the shake it up, like you. Yes, <laughs> like I fired up the grill. Do you
0: preheat? Um, Easy does it. said. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm like, hey, just Jake's like, no, I'm not letting them go there. Uh,
0: Neely, do you know why Shiloh has not committed? Thank you for the five dollars super chat. Easy does it. Um, no, I, well, one
2: personal choice, you know, and then I think there are also timelines involved. Yeah, uh, you know, as far as uh, uh, graduate students and, and actually enrolling in school and, and that kind of thing.
1: I also think. Shiloh's a showman. Oh, it, man, he's the best at it. You know, he, he, he,
2: he. and this is just my opinion. When you look at Coach Prime and his, and you compare age photos, like no one looks more like him than, than yeah. Bucky to me. Like they're they're oh. twins, right? Okay. And then when you look at like the athletic part of it uh, and that persona, you know, it's it's Shador. Like they, they are spitting images at it. But when it comes to like that personality and that showmanship, oh man, it's, it's Shiloh. Yes. Like Like they are... And I think they rub each other wrong at times because they're so much alike.
1: Yes. <laughs> you know? Well, and they kind of both are jockeying to yeah. to make the room laugh or whatever yeah, like, they, they, like
2: they, they are spitting images of each other as far as their personality and drive goes, man.
1: It is really fascinating just to see the different, like how each child kind of just like gleaned a different part yeah. of Coach Prime. Yeah.
2: And fun. enough of it that it makes you convinced that he's the one who's just like him. And yes. then you spend time doing like, right. No, it's him. No, it's him. Yeah. You know, but they all got it.
0: Another super chat from Joanne. Uh oh. He says, first fall? off, thank you for the $20 super chat. He said, this has to be the regular Friday morning show. We need our
2: other barbecue sauce. Oh, it was holding it up. Reinforcements. Yeah. I'll steal it
0: after the show. Uh, did you it's, hear the super chat, Right? No, I missed it. Oh, it says, regular
1: Friday morning show. Yep. We'll see. Yeah. Stay tuned. I like yeah. hanging out with Neely on Fridays. And,
2: you know, I don't. I can't think of anything better. Well, I, I can't think of things that better. <laughs> nothing I will share on the air live.
0: Uh, Key asking Neely which JSU transfer besides two and twelve do you see having the biggest impact?
2: Well, uh, with the last I, name I, Brown. I, I think it's, and that's where I'm going. <laughs> and I think that's relative to to two and to twelve, particularly number two. This team is blessed. With a superior quarterback you know college footballs <laughs> it begins with the quarterback play yep. and and this Pac-12 has yet to see how truly good and gifted Shadour Sanders is and part of that success is making sure he's upright you know and and not being flushed before he's really flushing so that's why I'm going with Tyler Brown mm-hmm. you know it could have gone
1: with Jeremiah Brown too
2: yeah yeah I, but you know Jeremiah was in the weight room this morning uh, working out so he he's Jeremiah's going to definitely have some sacks. Like, he can get back there. He has a motor. Uh, But as it relates to the success of two, another transfer, give me Brown again.
1: Yep.
0: Yep. All right. Uh, From Travis. Neely, you gonna be twerking at DNBR tailgates at CU games, or just flat out working with the team slash content? Would love to meet you.
2: <laughs> you know, uh, it's both. them are gonna be working and looking forward to meeting you, Travis. We're gonna be working at the tailgate. You yes, know? sir. You man. know, we're gonna be working in the locker room and on the field.
1: Well, and you know, not to give away too much because I told everyone we'll probably put the final stamp on this in the next week or so. But like when we go on the road for a couple trips, um, we'll have something on Friday night you know, for people to come do. You mm-hmm. so, heard it here first. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. like, you know, obviously, you're going to be busy on game days, but we might be able to get you out to the bar on Friday night for a couple pops. Uh, it's, it's never hard to get me out to a bar <laughs> on a Friday night. Let's Not, go.
0: Doesn't take a lot of arm twisting. Uh, all of our guys, uh, Sean Camp. What's up, Unc? He says, I have your artwork being worked on as we speak. I'll deliver in person at Morehouse and take you and the whistle to lunch if schedule permits. Uh, Sorry, schedule
2: will permit, man. I appreciate that. Uh, my man was at the spring game. Oh, yeah. You know, uh, kicking it. And uh, good to see you on the live chat. And we'll be going over to Atlanta. That's the camp. That's the HBCU camp uh, that Morehouse is hosting with Coach Prime for. Because here's what Coach Prime recognized. I, don't, you know, I know you guys are Colorado guys, mm-hmm. right? It could be hard to get here. Mm. <laughs> you know, from other parts of the country, you know, sometimes you got to take two flights, three flights. Yeah. Yeah. And then when you land at Denver, you drive to Boulder. So that's part of his rationale. Like, hey, I'll let me let me go to Georgia, and we're going to get these Georgia and Florida guys come to that camp. Let me go to, to Houston, South Texas. We're going to Texas guys come to that camp. Yep. And, you know, the ones you're hosting here, of course, you'll pick up, you know, on the West Coast and, and the P- Pacific North uh, coming down to it. So looking forward to being there at Morehouse, man, and and, and seeing the talent there. And, of course – those guys are for the future. You know, those are guys that you're looking at to come and have an impact next year. Recruiting in college football never stops. Oh, no. And if it does, you're in trouble. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it never stops.
0: Uh, Travis wants to know if you're more offensive or defensive-minded regarding football. Oh, interesting question.
2: Very interesting question. I'm more win-minded. Uh, and so whatever <laughs> wins is, is is where I'm inclined. Uh, I was telling Jake on the way down here, and you tell me if I'm lying, what I'm interested to see in this CU team uh, is the defense side of the ball. Mm. Uh, you know, I think because we're familiar, you know, with uh, uh, Shadur Sanders at quarterback, and we're familiar with now Travis going to be playing more receiver. That our optimism with Sean Lewis's speed, like we're kind of there. But part of our success is going to be stopping people, not oh, just yeah. trading points with them. Yeah, uh, you know, not just like if you're playing Madden with your buddies in the dorm room or whoever has the ball last wins. Yep. You know, we want to avoid that kind of ball and stop some people. So I'm more inclined going into this season with my eyes from a reporting standpoint on the on the defensive side of it, to yep. make sure we can hold people below a certain scoring metric. And and as long as we can score above that, we're gonna win some games.
1: <clears throat> I am very much an offensive minded football person. Mm -hmm. And uh, over the last few years, Colorado has had arguably the worst offense in Power 5. And the Broncos have had arguably the worst offense in the NFL. So you've had a lot of fun the past couple of years. So I just want to see a touchdown. Fun is certainly a word. You've been spending a lot
2: of time with your chicken the past couple of years, (laughs) firing up the grill. Not a lot of scoring
0: going on anywhere else. So let's let's get this chicken, see what this chicken can
1: do. (laughs) Uh, Whatever you say. I don't even have (laughs) something for that.
0: (laughs) All right, we got a few more questions. Uh, Miller, hey Neely, what are your thoughts on doing a new segment with players where they talk about upbringing, uh, their character, Absolutely. and what company would they want to do an NIL Absolutely.
2: with? Absolutely, uh, so if you if you look back when we first got here in the spring, we were doing these segments called Get to Know, yeah. and they were focused on the coaches and the players at the time, It we're certainly gonna be running that back, introducing the new players that are coming in, where they're from, the high school they played at, just their outlook on life. Uh, and the NIL part of Take Care Itself, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, people like personalities. We want, to, we want to show their personalities. And if someone chooses to match it up with a product, you know, that's an ancillary part of the reason why we're here. So hope that happens for them. But those kind of stories are definitely coming once folks get here and get settled, you know, through the month of June. Yep.
0: All right, last one from Miko again. Uncle Neely, yo, Nup. Uh, that's, what nope. is? that's N-U-P. Nope. That's Sorry. my
2: fraternity, man. That's Cap Alpha Psi, yeah.
0: I mean, if you watch this show, you know I can't pronounce it anything, so... Or do math. Or do math. Uh, I can talk, <laughs> He's though. good at what he's good at. <laughs> yeah, you know, just let him stay in his lane. That's limited things, but he's great at those limited
2: things. What is you, your you, favorite? You're what we call a specialist. I think I'm more than a specialist. <laughs> Come on. You're great at that. Hey, we need a guy, not Jay. Apparently, he can cook. I can cook. And he played rugby. I did play rugby. And he carries the ball like an egg. Because he I was to
0: scoring us. the entire time. That's why.
2: Good deal. Come on, let's get to, let's get to Miko's question. What do you uh, ask? what's
0: your favorite place to eat in Boulder?
2: Man, I have I don't have a favorite yet. Uh but I have definitely been hitting the beaten off the, the path, you know, just you not been doing what now. beating off the path. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. look, look, I I'm, I'm with you. <laughs> so I've been finding I've been trying to go to like local places that are just here, you know, not chains and franchises and that kind of thing, but uh Finding some cool spots, man. I ate at uh, a Greek place yesterday. It got me a nice little y- a Hero and uh, some of their seasoned fries. Okay, it's pretty good. I, you know, so I, I walk around and look for the kind of hole in the wall places that don't have marketing budgets. You know, when you walk out with the bag, the bag has a grease stain on it. Oh yeah, yep. yeah. Oh, so yeah. I've been I've been finding them.
1: Honestly, it's a little bit lacking in Boulder. It that, is. That style it is. Of but sure. So when
2: you find one, it's it's exciting. Yes. You know, you look one for look for one in a strip mall down in the corner somewhere. You yep.
1: Know. I sent Darius like a 30-restaurant list. haven't heard back. Like, did he go to one of them? I don't know. I don't
2: know. Come on, Darius. Reach the people, man. To let us know the restaurants.
1: I want to, uh, uh, yeah. But I'll, I'll say this. Brown bag list would be good.
2: God bless the restaurants in, in Boulder. But here's the challenge for me. Man, Chef Solomon, Carl Solomon, you know, sat down with Coach Prime when he first got here and just really revamped, you know, the menu on campus. Hell, you don't want to eat anywhere else. Yeah. Like, it's it's good. That's yeah, fire. That's awesome. Yeah, like, and, and Coach Brown would tell you, like, mama wants to know two things where's her son going to sleep and what is he going to eat? Yep. And uh, he's got both of those taken care of. This is it's a great time to be in Boulder.
1: I'm hungry.
0: <laughs> time for some illegal pizza? Yes. Um, this was a blast, man. As always, um, always enjoy having you. Well, we enjoy having <laughs> you finally wait, in the wait, studio.
2: Wait, wait, wait. You've never had me. <laughs> You don't enjoy
1: having me. <laughs> we enjoy having you on the show. Yes. Yeah. I enjoy uh,
2: being on the show, Jake. I enjoy sitting go. next to you. And uh, I had uh thank you for the lift from uh, Boulder. I got you, know, you to here. We had great conversation in the car. You were able to keep your hands you know, on the steering wheel. Also I'm,
0: a good driver. One of the many things I do well. I,
2: I saw some,
1: some, some things I wouldn't have done,
2: you know, but we made it.
1: I love that Magic City Wings are getting a shout-out in the comments right now. Yeah, it said, they,
2: it said that they ship, too. So maybe we, we're going to a camp in Atlanta, you know, so we we'll can hit up Magic City and bring some wings back and <laughs> ship them, you know.
0: There you go. All right. There you go. Um, we're off Monday. Ah, Memorial Day, man. Yes, We are twerking on Monday. Let's go. Uh, but we'll be back some point on Tuesday. I don't know if it'll be at 1130 because I'm going to try and get to this camp. Okay. Yeah. We'll find out. So uh, stay tuned. We'll talk to you guys on Tuesday, though. Let's go Buffs. let go Buffs. Let's go buffs.